Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Today's episode is the simple no. But before we do, we have a funny papers edition. For the last two years, I've taken my son on a ski trip sometime in February, and it's been a lot of fun. He's been getting better, and he'll be better than me, I'm sure, by this year. I'll just say the first year I shared this story as one of our funny papers, I was too cheap to buy a locker because we go in there, we've got our all our gear, we've got shoes, we got some things that we don't want to ski with. So instead of putting those in a $20 locker, the first time we went skiing, yeah, dad cheaped out and we ended up putting our boots on top of the lockers thinking, well, I hope no one takes them. And then in the process of putting them up there, I pushed them back a little bit too far and they both fell behind the locker. It was a very narrow causeway between the back of the lockers and the wall. Thankfully, when we were done skiing and came back to put our shoes on, they were still there. And Kenny, at that point, was 15 maybe, I guess, 14 or 15, and he was still skinny. So he fit right back and he was able to slide through and grab dad's boots because he was too cheap. But not last year, not 2021. Learn my lesson. We definitely were going to get lockers this time. And they were at a discount at a new place we went skiing. They were only $15. We saved five bucks. And on the way for looking for the locker, we noticed there weren't many available. Some of them had keys in them. Some of them did not. Tried a couple. They were locked. Finally, I found one with a key. I was about to go open it. And a guy walks over. Sorry, this one's not available. It's taken. I'm like, uh, okay. So I was about to proceed to the next available locker when as I turned holding some of my ski equipment, oops, I bumped into one of the ski pairs that was leaning against the locker of the guy that said, this is not available. And you know what happened? You know the game of dominoes where one tile hits the next and so on down the line? Do you ever see in a movie like Dumb and Dumber or some funny movie where someone knocks over a motorcycle? I think Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, he did it. Walks into like this biker bar, but before he leaves, he uh, knocks over one bike and everyone topples over, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that was me with skis because the first one was connected to the second one. I did not mean to do this. And about seven pairs of skis went boom, 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 and all on the ground. And the guy who's like, this isn't available, just looks at me like, what did you just do? I'm like, oh, sorry about that. And me and Kenny walked away and we found another locker. Thankfully, there was no skis. The key was available. We put our stuff in and we boogied out of there and got to the slope. Boy, I hope the locker situation is better next time. And now a word from our sponsor. Do you feel like you're swimming in the endless work of your house cleaning business with little hope of the income and freedom you started for in the first place? It's called the Valley of Despair. Do you relate? 
I met Debbie Sardone several years ago and have personally observed several of my industry friends turn their businesses around and reach seven figures with cleaning business fundamentals, CBF. Check out my interview with the CBF founder entitled, A Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. Would you like to join the nearly 1,000 students and alumni of CBF? Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of this show through the Smart Cleaning School Resources page to see if CPF could be the right solution for you. And remember what Debbie always says, for your business to change, you have to change. I am a listener to the Tim Ferriss podcast and have been for years. I don't relate with every episode, but some of them really move me to action and inspire me. And I want to be able to share those breakthroughs with you here in the Smart Cleaning School and make sure that I give the content creator, Tim Ferriss, full credit for the amazing content that he has created. So here's a few examples of a few podcasts from Tim Ferriss that I have really liked and I've shared. Kelly Slater taught me to be humble. And there is an episode on this that I shared, the links in the show notes. Hugh Jackman inspired me to utilize the rowing machine in my workouts. Chris Bosch, I did an episode on this one too, showed me that my problems aren't that big. And in this episode, Elizabeth Gilbert taught me the art of the simple no. So many of us struggle with the two-letter word N-O. It's hard to say. We feel that we need to explain ourselves whenever we decide to use it. Statistically, 32% of all people tested with the DISC profile are the S-type for steadiness. And did you know that an S-type person is very loyal? They're a great listener. They're easy to talk to. They're even keel. They're reliable. And they generally tend to be people pleasers. People pleasers have trouble saying no. Therefore, one-third of us out there are already S-type personalities, which have a difficulty saying no. So one third of the population already has trouble saying no. And I once heard this and it floored me. No is a complete sentence. I'll say that again. No is a complete sentence. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And this is exactly what Elizabeth Gilbert is talking about from this clip from the Tim Ferriss show. The full show is linked in the show notes below. And I got to tell you, I highly recommend the video version that's available in the Tim Ferriss Show YouTube channel so you can see Elizabeth's body posture, her gestures as she explains the art of the simple no. So make sure to check out that interview all the way through. It is lengthy, but really good, especially the last part with Elizabeth Gilbert. When you say now, check in with yourself and decide to say no to something. Let's just, to make it easier, make it concrete, via email. You get an invitation from a friend you do actually really like with something that could plausibly advance your career or be fun, but you check in with yourself and it's like, no, this isn't a yes. How do you phrase your no's or declines? Do you have any particular go-to language that you like to use? Um. I just want to clear. I just want to make sure everybody knows that this is not easy. <laughs> um, I don't want to have any illusions for anybody that this is simple. And the closer the relationship, the harder it is. Um, the the closer and more intimately I'm involved with somebody, the more stakes 
there are for me and the harder it is for me to tell the truth. And that feels like it should be, uh, you know, there's a paradox, you know, the people you love the most should be the people that you are able to be the most honest with. Well, no, because they're the people who you want to hurt the least, right? Um, and and so that's, that's where it's really, really hard. Um, so there's a couple layers of it, right? So if it's somebody... <laughs> I now treat my inbox like it's my home because I think it's an extension of my home. So if somebody walks into my home uninvited and announces themselves and doesn't say how they got a key <laughs> <laughs> and um, and asks for something, I delete that email. And I will delete that email even if they are a producer for Good Morning America. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm I'm just like, I didn't invite you in. Um, there are proper channels, you know what they are. Um, I don't know how you got my personal email and I just, I just delete it. And, and if I feel a sense in my sternum of offense, of feeling like this person has taken a liberty, I don't believe that I owe them anything. Um, I don't believe that I owe them anything any more than if I came down to my kitchen and saw people sitting at my table who I didn't know eating breakfast, I wouldn't believe that I owed them to make them a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'd be like, get out of my house. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to be here. And I don't think I even owe them, I don't even think I owe them a polite response. I owe them nothing. I, I didn't ask you to come into my house. I don't owe you anything. So that's the easiest. Those are ones are easy. And I now treat myself to doing that. I mean, I do that every day. Um, I clear my inbox out very quickly that way. And then it's very, I, I, I'm entertained when they come back later and they're like, just circling back. And I'm like, yeah, just deleting you again. <laughs> <laughs> Circle back as many times as you want. You are not coming in. So that's simple. Um, if it's a, <laughs> Just if, bumping this up because I know you. Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah. bumping you back. And I'm just, it's like whack-a-moles. It's like, I can do this all day. Um, delete, delete, delete. Um, if, it's, if it's somebody who I care about, um, if it's something that I'm, that, I, that I'm interested in, but I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to, um, I will write back and say, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really honored that you in, invited me to this, um, but I'm not going to be able to do this at this time. And I don't feel the need to give a reason. Um, I think a simple no is is really, really good. And the reason, sometimes the reason it's good not to give an explanation is that if that person is an expert manipulator, as many of us are, that explanation will not suffice. Um, so it won't matter what you give as an explanation because they can come back and be like, well, we can do it by audio, you know, right. or we can do, oh, if you're, oh, well, we can do it a different weekend. Um, it, just no. Um, and, and I learned a lot about this from my teacher, Byron Katie, who, who teaches an amazing thing called the school for the work. Um, that's a whole, she's a whole nother, um, another being who's not, <laughs> not at all living she's by the rules. Extraterrestrial for she sure. She is extraterrestrial. She is not, she is the only fully enlightened human being I can, I, I believe I have ever met. Um, and as such, she does not have any trouble saying an honest yes and an honest no to people. And just, just to, just to underscore that, cause I did a, yeah. uh, an in-person training with her. I mean, literally Ooh. no hesitation, None. no struggle, no <laughs> conflict. It's, None. it's bizarre. Uh, it's, and just mesmerizing to watch. And really. she loves you. And yeah, she loves yeah. you. 
There's totally. also no hostility. So and um, no I remember offense, seeing no hostility. Somebody, come up to her, somebody came up to her at an event, handed her a book that they'd written, which people do to me all the time too. So I, I really marveled at this. And they said, they said, I wrote this and I want to share it with you. And she said, oh, sweetheart, I'm never going to read that. <laughs> <laughs> true. It's just true. I'm never going to read that. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know you could say that. Right? Um, it's so, that's amazing. And she said it so lovingly, like, oh, yeah. oh no, I have no interest in reading that. Um, so, so she teaches, I don't know if you did, when you took her training, did you do where she teaches a simple no? Um, and she does the training you, on how, how to give a simple no. I don't think we actually spent much time on that. So I would love to hear you say more. So we, it's, we, it's, we worked on the emotional one pages and the turnarounds. Yeah, the turnaround. We did a lot on the turnarounds, which, which is probably, we could do a whole episode just on that. <laughs> but, but everybody but t- look up Byron Katie. She's <laughs> yeah. amazing. But, and if you have the means and if you have the chance to ever take her nine day school for the work, um, it's the most, it's the most important thing I've ever done for myself. So, Oh, wow say that quite simply. Um, but she has a whole day in the nine-day school for work, which is about the simple no. Um, and the simple no is um, ways to say no. And and it always begins with thank you. And there's never a but. Because she, she feels that the word but is very cruel. Um, and, and it's just an and. So it's thank you and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and that's it. That's a simple no. And then if they come back, you can say. Well, well hold on, just I, to pause for a second. Is that yeah. literally the phrasing, or is it just? Yeah. Thank okay, you. And no. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a simple no. <laughs> and it just—it still makes my stomach ache because I'm like, oh my god, you can't just do that. You've got to give. You've got to like do the dance. And she's like, you don't have to do the dance. And um, and she's the one who taught me if the person is a good enough manipulator, it doesn't matter what you bring they're going to manipulate it, right? And and the beautiful thing about a simple no is that it gives, in, in the jujitsu game, it gives somebody no weapon that they can take and bring back at you. Um, they can say, you're being incredibly selfish, and you can say, I hear that, and you might be right about that. That's another one she always says, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. And no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you just keep adding and no after the statement. So then there's... Um, you know, uh, but you know, I really, I, I need you to do this. I'm, I, I'm, I'm desperate, and you say, I see that. I see your desperation, and no. And and one other thing she'll add is, you can say, if I change my mind about this, I'll let you know. Um, and 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 no, um, and that's been a game changer for me. So I just did one last week. Um, somebody who uh, I have a professional relationship said, um, I want you to do this. I, I want you to do this one hour video interview, um, to promote this thing that I'm doing. Um, and, and old Liz would have thought I owe her that because she did this other thing for me that time. And I checked in with my, uh, inner compass. And I was like, nothing in me wants to do this. <laughs> and, um, and so I just wrote back to her. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I said, I'm sorry. And I'm not going to be able to do this at, at this time. And she wrote back and pushed in and said, um, oh, let me clarify. I wasn't clear about why we need it. We really need it because right now, you know, it's really hard for us to sell things because we don't have, because of COVID-19. And, and um, it's just, a you know, that's, that's why we need it. And I wrote back and said, um, I, I hear you and I understand you and no. Um, and, and it, it goes away there's, you know, they, they don't tend to come back a third time, <laughs> you know, it really, it really does just stop. Um, 
and let it sit at the no. The more words you add after that, the more entangled you get. Um, but again, I, I want to make clear it's 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 hardest closest to home and it's hardest with family. And and with family, I find if I anticipate that I'm going to be asked something, I really have to practice. I really because it's scary. Um, and I have to I have to really practice and be like and just practice saying, I'm not doing that right now. I'm not coming this year. I'm not doing, you know, and I'll say it a thousand times. <laughs> I'll just go for a long walk and I'll just practice it and practice it and practice it. Um, because as I say, the, the closer the people are to you, the more difficult it is. You know, the, uh, the, as a bit of uh, personal digression here, I was working on a book, an entire book about saying no this past summer. And uh, the, the great irony, of course, is that I came up with all the reasons why I shouldn't write the book in the process oh, of it. <laughs> putting it together. But what I noticed as I was practicing different ways of saying no is that it's an incredibly clarifying exercise uh, because it, uh, it, in a sense, it kind of brings to surface the, the true character of many people you know or people who are attempting to reach you and what what i found surprising and maybe i shouldn't have found it surprising is that many of my f close friends would res who i anticipated might be upset would respond with you know dude good for you res for respecting your boundaries that's a great line yeah, like right? rock, rock on and mm -hmm. they they got it and they were just like oh i wish you know, I could say that more myself, like, good for you. And it was the, it was the bonfire that wasn't a bonfire in those cases. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you ever run into a bonfire that was one? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Because if you, what I, what I, what I like about uh, what you said about the, or the sort of jujitsu analogy is that if, if you provide really specific reasons for why you can't do it and you elaborate, you've just created a potential negotiation, right? right but right. but if, if, you, if you don't provide that grip, that toehold, then one of the few responses someone can give you if they're upset and still want to push is some type of personal ad hominem attack or an accusation. And then you're like, oh, Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. it's that kind of party. Okay. This, this is, this, this is, this is good to, this is good to know before we're on stage having a public tiff at God knows what. I mean, this is, this mm -hmm. is valuable information. So there were definitely some bonfires and basically people just self immolated, right? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, you've just proved my internal compass to be extremely accurate. And right. This is the reason. And here yeah. is the reason I'm not working with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you don't even need to say that. You just you know it. You just know it. Um, because the body knows first. What did you think of the art of the simple no? Here's my question. How can you implement this strategy into your life? Would it make your relationships strained? Would it give you more time as you'd be saying no more often? How about you S-type personalities? Can you do this? Does it scare you? I pondered these questions myself, and I had been way more intentional since hearing this interview to place a higher value on my time. Because I'm not sure if you realize this, but every yes that should have been a no 
could be a day, a week, a month you lose with your family. It could be time away from the business you're building. Yeses cost you time and money. So save your yeses for true yeses and use no when it's really a no. You can't make everybody happy. You really can't, especially you people pleasers. You cannot. So I do hope you place a higher value on your time. I know I will be doing a better job at this. And let me know what your thoughts on this episode. I really was inspired. It really got me excited. And just to close, I want to also just thank our sponsor for today. Check out my interview with the CBF founder entitled, A Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of this show through the Smart Cleaning School resources page at smartcleaningschool.com backslash resources to see if CBF could be the right solution for you. Have an amazing day and say no. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>